Hi everyone, I'm Abby Brown. This is the Forgotten History of Pacific Asia War podcast. We focus on short but sweet untold wartime stories in Pacific Asia War and update every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Today we will have a bonus episode and talk about Pinagir Lares, the unsung heroics of Filipino resistance fighters during the Pacific War. December 8, 1941 marked the start of the full-scale invasion of the Philippines. With the surrender of the Bataan Peninsula and the fortified island Corregidor in the spring of 1942, all hope seemed lost. But, almost overnight, the Philippine underground resistance began to take shape. Units made up of guerrilla volunteers from all walks of life participated in the liberation of the Philippines. The women guerrillas of the resistance, or guerrillas, are one such group who have received less attention in Pacific theater histories. The names and faces of those Filipina guerrilla soldiers who led their own units, conducted espionage, nursed the wounded, led raids, or raised armies, have nearly been forgotten. The rigid gender barriers guerrillas faced both on and off the field of duty resulted in their stories being silenced or relegated to less commanding roles in the aftermath of the war. This book attempts to bring these stories to light so that the legacy of these unsung Filipina resistance fighters lives on. Here is a sample of the book. If you are interested in learning more about this topic, the link to this book is included in the description of this episode. With both her country afflicted by Japanese occupation and her body in dire straits, Josefina believed that she did not have much time left to live. Her sense of desperation Combined with the isolation she felt like a leper and the dwindling hopes she had for her country's liberation influenced her decision to join the resistance. She decided to, instead of allowing her condition to define her remaining time left, looking and feeling like any other ordinary woman, she used the stigma associated with her illness to her advantage to avoid Japanese suspicion and contact. Josefina's primary roles for the resistance was as a courier. She carried intel from Manila to guerrilla camps stationed in the forests and mountain provinces, often hiding the notes twisted and wrapped within her hair as she styled it into a chignon or hair bun. Without proper treatment, Josefina's illness became more visible, which she continued to use to her advantage. Japanese guards refused to search her once they saw the leper marks on her arms and rushed her through checkpoints out of fear of contracting leprosy themselves. As more American soldiers began to make some headway in infiltrating Philippine shores, Josefina's curry operations extended beyond the guerrilla camps to working directly with USAFFE. One of her more dangerous assignments included mapping enemy gun placements. Her maps allowed American bomber pilots to strategically coordinate aerial attacks, which significantly weakened Japanese cover and artillery stations. Josefina went to great lengths to obtain much-needed intel, so much so that she made a 35-mile trek under heavy fire to give the Allies a map of the exact locations of Japanese mines and traps in the area. Josefina's roles as courier and cartographer served as great assets to the liberation of the Philippines. Her sacrifices, bravery, and overall impact as a resistance intelligence office challenged, if only temporarily, the social taint attached to leprosy.